0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary D W report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, eighteen plus Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Gamer Heroes. I'm Derek. I got my co-host John with me. Hey, what's up? Welcome back, welcome back. Good to be back. We've got some news to tackle before we jump into our main topic, which are our top three guilty pleasure video games, uh, which I'm really excited to talk about what those are. But before we get to that, we'll talk some news. Uh, first off, let's, let's talk a bit about Microsoft. There's uh, been some talks about what's going to happen with the Microsoft Xbox One X, formerly known as the Scorpio Uh, basically, there's already developers who are running into performance issues on the X. What?
1: I can't believe that. (laughs) I'll give everyone a
0: moment to collect
1: themselves.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, eight teraflops was not enough.
1: Um, wait, 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 hold on. It's all about the teraflops. <laughs> Who cares about anything else? Teraflops, right? It's
0: all about the teraflops.
1: Think about that word for a second. That is a really strange word. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a hardware. Thing. It's it's, not a word that a you really real...
0: use very often. It's not a consumer word. I will say exactly, that.
1: exactly, which is why it's kind of weird. So, what is, to me that's like uh, you're, you're selling me, you're selling me a Corvette, but I'm buying a Malibu. Is what is what. I hear. I don't think it's that <laughs> bad. I don't think it's
0: that bad. But we did run into uh, some some news from uh, Tripwire Interactive. They're the developers behind uh, the Killing Floor Two. Yeah, yeah. I actually or, saw or that. I saw it
1: pop up on uh, Steam, and I was actually really interested in it. Looks really fun. It's it's literally a game where you play different puzzles and try to survive. Right. It's a really fun game. So,
0: it seems like a really cool idea. Uh, you might want to play it on PC, though, it looks like. Um, so, they have announced that while developing for the Xbox One X has been, quote, a very smooth and easy, um, unquote, process, <laughs> uh, they can't seem to run it in 4K Without frame rate issues, mm. so the big thing that was talked about was that this is going to be the first pure 4K gaming system. They're going to have to compromise the 60 frames per second on certain titles like you know Destiny 2, for example, where people will be playing on non X's yeah. and non PS4 Pros and things like that.
1: Okay, so that's so that's one instance, but we can't have 4K. But we already we
0: already knew. Well, that, that, yeah. those are 4K, but they're 30 frames per second. In this case. They can't hit 4K. That's right, at a at a consistent frame rate. So that's interesting. Now they 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 don't give us any actual numbers about the frame rates. They just say, uh, "quote The frame rate drop was a bit too (laughs) Too significant." significant.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I imagine that's uh, (laughs) like it probably went very close to 30. That
0: I mean that sounds like it went under 30. Because if games like Destiny 2 are going to play at 30 already,
1: they're probably not consistently holding that 30 though. I feel like most video games, uh, on a console at least, you bounce 28, 25, 30, 32, 38. You know what I mean? They kind of just go all over the place.
0: Well, the rumor is that they're just going to lock games like Destiny 2 at 30 for the X and the PS4 Pro, so that way those players don't have an advantage over the other platforms. Um, But in this case, these guys are saying that they're going to have to produce Killing Floor 2 at 1080p for the X... Just to, just to keep frame a frame rate. Yeah. Now that leads me to believe that it's lower than 30 frames per second.
1: That's S- unacceptable.
0: So, <laughs> so I just I think that's really interesting because the big push here was that it's going to be all 4K stuff, and now one of the early games announced uh, for the X is not going to be 4K. So, John, how does that make you feel?
1: This isn't. This doesn't surprise me because I am expecting. Um, more games like Call of Duty and Battlefront games that are graphically heavy mm-hmm. to suffer more on the frames per second because, as you know from the PC world, you you have to give up something. And I I used to be a hardcore like I need to have sixty frames per <laughs> second, nothing less. I'm willing to you know what I mean or higher. Seventy five hertz on my 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 monitor maxes out at seventy five hertz. I need seventy five frames per second and. um you know, I would. I was willing to go down in graphically and and resolution. I mean, yeah. And um, I after I let go of that, I enjoy. I learned to enjoy games again. So, guys, again, frames per second is important. But well, Th- the the reason this is a disappointing is because yeah. that's all they they're saying is first system, best system. Like these are all these subliminal messages. We're going to be the first.
0: We're going to well, be the only. <laughs> I mean, consistent frame rates are important. You don't want frame rates that vary too much because right. that, that'll create a stuttering experience for people. But the big thing here is that the, the selling point for the X over the Xbox One S or the PS4 and the PS4 Pro is that this was the first pure 4K gaming right. system. And there's already a game here that's saying that it won't run in 4K. Now, to be fair, let's, let's be totally fair here. Um, you know it's not going to run in 4k on the ps4 pro either but the ps4 pro seems to be more of a, of a of a quieter marketing plan you know it hasn't been all in your face about this type of stuff while well, microsoft has been very much 4k hdr gaming and when a game comes out and says or a developer comes out and says our game's not going to hit 4k and we're still months out from the release of this thing what's right. going to happen a year from now Right? Or a year and a half from now, where this console's now a year old and developers have year newer technology, yeah. right? Because you're talking about your PC and you know, how you handle PC gaming, but you can swap out parts on a PC. I could easily upgrade it. Right? PCs upgrade much easier. I don't want to have to buy a new console every 12 months.
1: I, I expect to see more of this. Like, I honestly, the Destiny thing, it's a convenient excuse, but I, I honestly don't think it can handle it. Truly. Well, I, th- I think what's
0: interesting is that even with these incremental upgrades, we're going to get you know slightly more powerful, more efficient consoles every year almost. Yeah. These bigger games, let's put the killing floor aside for a moment, the bigger games like Destiny and Call of Duty and Halo, where they have big multiplayer experiences, they can't segregate the Xbox One S players from the X players. Right. So they're going to have to compromise. So the question is, which games... Are going to come out that are really going to take advantage of what the X is supposed to be able to do. Is it only going to be a handful of single player games? Because does that justify then the price point of everybody like me who has an Xbox already? Why would I upgrade? It's the same reason I still have my PS4. Why would I get the Pro if I'm not going
1: VR and the Xbox isn't doing VR? So there's no real advantage. Unless you just want to play your single player game your campaign in um, higher resolution you know and I, mean, I suppose and that sure that increases the you know that increases your experience but right. in the in the end of the day most people nowadays at least play video games to play online so <laughs> You're you're really narrowing the market down to, like... Very specific games. Exactly. You have a few type of of places you can hit. Niches, that is. Now, if you're still out there and you really want an Xbox One X,
0: uh, you will have a chance to win one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, uh, with a tie-in promotion with Taco Bell... Which I thought was kind of an interesting, uh, little tie in. Of course, a lot of, a lot of gamers like myself like Taco Bell and the Doritos Locos tacos and, and all that. The so Chalupas, they, they have fine. a new,
1: uh, new type of Chalupa out. I'll take it.
0: But starting, um, at the end of August, so August 31st, uh, there is going to be a contest. If you buy the Steak Quesarito $5 box, um, you will get a unique code, and that code will give you an opportunity to win an Xbox One X. Um, they say that there's going to be a winner like every 10 minutes or so, whatever you know that means, things like that. Um, they'll be you'll, you'll get a chance to get an Xbox One X, uh, as well as uh, the new Forza game, and you'll get like Xbox Live Gold for a few months.
1: So it's kind of interesting because last time uh, Taco Bell endorsed PlayStation, they were giving yes. away a free PS4, and this time around Xbox has snagged Taco Bell or vice versa. So. <laughs> well, so if you go back far enough,
0: if you go back far enough, all the way to the original Xbox, the first one, the the first Xbox, yeah, yeah. Xbox OG, the actual box. <laughs> uh, that had a Taco Bell promotion. It's interesting, though. So they kind of do their back and forth a little bit. They do.
1: They do. Uh,
0: but that'll be your chance. You'll have an opportunity to go eat some fast food and maybe win an Xbox One X. Now, I will say, if I was handed one for
1: free... <laughs> I would totally oh, use sure. it, and I would trade in oh, my for ass. Sure. You're just um, not going to catch me spending 500 600 bucks on it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's just, I'm not going to upgrade. That's, that's no. the real key. So.
1: I don't even own an Xbox, guys. I own, I'm own i a PlayStation guy for, yeah, man, yeah, for yeah. many yeah. years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not that I hate Xbox players. It's just that uh, I just chose a superior machine. Like, it's just how that goes. Depends what you want to play. Like, I, I've got them both. Right, so I play them both. I think
0: the, uh, the Xbox is a much better media entertainment console. And uh, if you want to be able to play titles like Gears of War and Halo and Forza, uh, you're going to have to get your Xbox. And if you want to be able to play games like The Last of Us, obviously you need a PlayStation. Yeah. Um, for anything that's cross-platform, I do prefer to play it on my PlayStation, um, though the Switch is quickly becoming my, my number one console for that type of stuff. We so. actually
1: have some news about
0: cross-platform. What do you want to talk about cross-platform? Well, uh, Minecraft, which yeah. we haven't talked about in a little while, um, has actually entered uh, is entering its cross-play beta, which uh, starts just with window- PC and, and Android. Um, it will come to consoles later. But this is the initial beta for the crossplay. So, um, if you play on PC and Android, you will now have an opportunity to, to hop into that beta and, um, play with each other, which will be, uh, non sexually I mean,
1: we want to play. Well, it is Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: and the, the other platforms will come later, not PlayStation. Because Sony has their weird... Sony's being really weird about this. Yeah, the Minecraft Minecraft thing is really weird. Well, it's Rocket League too. Sony's basically saying that they want to protect their players. I I don't understand it personally, but... I'm of the opinion, like if you go back, Nintendo has always played it safe when it comes to content. The first mature rated video game released on the Wii was Mad World, if anybody remembers. I remember, that was actually right? a
1: really good game. It was a cool game. Right? Black but and white game, the only thing that was red was, or the only thing that had color was blood. Right. Very cool game. But
0: all of Nintendo's games are below mature, really, for the most part. I mean, yeah. this new Super Mario Odyssey is the first E10 Plus Mario game that's a mainstream Mario game Ever. I wonder why. So uh, I'm, the violence is more realistic. You got the T-Rex and things like that. There's more adventure involved. It's, it's <laughs> running people you know. over in cars in New yeah. York. Probably so you're, you're taking it's over people's bodies doing some weird like stuff. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so crossplay is coming. Uh, Sony's being weird about it. Their opinion is that they want to protect their player base. Um, now, if Nintendo thinks it's okay, then it's probably fine. Because they're going to protect their younger player base more than the other platforms in, will. In my
1: opinion, it's clearly a uh, it's a we're not going to give it to you. You can't have it, which somehow makes people want it more. So it's it's a weird it's a weird thing they're doing.
0: Sony's been pushing a lot for this for like exclusive DLC yeah. and timed exclusive content and pre order bonuses that are just for PlayStation and things of that nature and. Um, you know, as, as, as a gamer, I fucking hate that shit. I really do. I want the same game. I want to be able to buy the game and play it. And if it's going to be released on Xbox and PlayStation, I don't want there to be an actual difference in content. That, see,
1: I, here's, I here's, disagree. Here's what I hear, disagree with my All right, so I'm going to give you a chance to answer, but here's <laughs> what it makes
0: me think. It makes me think that Sony doesn't actually think they can beat Microsoft in a, in a straight fight. Because it sounds like to me that if Destiny 2 releases the same on both, they're worried too many people will buy it on Xbox. That's what that tells me. So they need exclusive DLC to get players to buy it on PlayStation. And what that tells me is that they don't have confidence in what they're actually producing. So you tell me why exclusive content
1: is a good thing. I... I... My only argument to, is that, to that is that PlayStation has clearly dominated the sales, and whether you call that a tactic or not, it is working. More people are well, buying Well, that does not make it
0: okay.
1: It doesn't make it okay, but what I'm saying, though, is whether it's ethical in your opinion or not, it's working, and I don't think PlayStation need They can beat... They're outright beating Xbox as we speak in console... <laughs> Okay, so you're, you're just
0: walking around Hold the on. No, 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 I'm going to get to the point here. Because right, 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 right now it sounds like the ends justify the means. It's okay because it works. I mean <laughs>
1: – no. Okay. <laughs> so what I'm saying though is like Sony has done the work. Sony has already – you know what I mean? They've already gotten me as a, as a gamer. Okay? okay. So all you're doing is giving me, someone who already buys Sony games mm-hmm. – uh, more incentive. To, oh, it's like a reward to me. So, but well,
0: why should it be a punishment to an Xbox player?
1: It's not a punishment. Sure, it is. it's rewarding your people. It's rewarding your fans. Like I, I look at it as a positive. That's and not like so saying, much of a
0: negative. That's like saying that. So, okay, you need to buy a new car, and you've
1: decided you're so going Xbox to buy. Xbox Doesn't do the same thing and has. Dis- there. I'm sure they'll have their own, uh, Destiny content. They, GameStop they, does that with Target and Best Buy where they get well, exclusive. That's, so
0: I don't like that stuff either, but okay. you can't, comparing retailers to manufacturers is a little muddying the waters a yeah, bit. Yeah. So I don't like when they do it either. I hate any type of exclusive content like that. If you're gonna release a game multi-platform, then It should be the same on every platform. If you choose to develop just for specific platforms, as a developer, you have every right to do that. Yeah. But here's the thing. When when there's content specifically for PlayStation or for GameStop, that is not the developer making that decision. That's the manufacturer of the console or the retailer paying for special content. So that way, those players get an advantage that other players don't get. So... I, I think not it's... really
1: an advantage. It's not like they get a special gun. What they get is, like, you get a Crash Bandicoot skin. Yeah, you're, talk, you're talking about pre-order DLs, pre-order content. I'm talking about... But the content about... they actually get for these games on a, on a console is maybe a different map that's a PlayStation game or something.
0: Sometimes it's missions. It's entire missions. So... So look, where's the line? How much is too much then for it to be unfair? I I consider
1: it a reward.
0: You consider it punishment (laughs) because well, see, I have both platforms, so technically it never impacts me. You get either one, right? So I'm actually I'm I'm trying to play this from from the center of the field here, where it's you have you have decided to uh, to release a game that is on Xbox and PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Give me a legitimate reason why it is fair to the player base. That one should get a mission pack that the other one doesn't get.
1: You know what? I am going to think on that. <laughs> and I will have an answer next podcast. Guys, right. I want to hear your opinion actually. So I'm going to go to, the, go to the, the, the fans, the the listeners. Okay. Why don't you guys chime in and drop us a, a comment. Uh, whether on Facebook, Twitter, anywhere. Just yeah. let us know what your thoughts are on exclusive DLC per console. Should we yeah, say do, not
0: not pre-order, console. pre order? I mean you can talk pre-order too. Uh, hit us up at @heroespodcasts. Uh, that's our handle everywhere. Heroespodcasts.com. You can shoot us an email at contact at heroespodcasts.com as well. Uh, there's been look, there's been pre-order DLC exclusive stuff for for years. I mean, um, Star Trek Online, which is the MMO that I I play, um, you know, came out uh, ten years ago almost, and uh, yeah, basically ten years ago. And it had exclusive retail, retailer-exclusive DLC from, like, eight different places. And it was very frustrating. And, you know, yes, eventually over time that stuff all became available to purchase in-game. But it bothered me that, you know, you would now have to spend extra money to get that kind of stuff. And this type of stuff is no different. Like, Crash Bandicoot Trilogy is a really good example. It's a PS4 exclusive. It's a timed exclusive. Eventually it will go it to was other their platforms. their game to begin with. That's not the point. Point is, when you make it a timed exclusive, what you're saying is, is you're pushing people, the bulk of the fan base, to buy it on this one platform. Sony has paid the publisher money to hold it off of other platforms, and in my opinion, that's that's dirty. It's controlling supply in a way that is not legitimate.
1: I disagree.
0: Sony what had a. What if you went to the movies? You went to go see a movie. And at Xbox AMC. Does the same know, thing. But they don't do it anywhere near as much as Sony does.
1: They did that for the Tomb Raider game. They just did that for the newest Tomb Raider game. What did they do? We PlayStation still doesn't even have the second Tomb Raider game, the re release of Tomb Raider. The game. The, the ent- game. entire game. The entire game. game. That's different. We still don't even have it. But Microsoft doesn't have
0: Last of Us. Lots of games are platform specific. I'm not talking about. But it's about
1: time that. because it's eventually coming to PlayStation. And it's been like okay. a year.
0: Okay, so Sony's been doing it since the PS4 launched, is my point. Sony's been doing it much more than Microsoft has.
1: Okay, but you're telling me a timed exclusive for a few months versus years on, on a game? There's no
0: time. I don't know when Crash Bandicoot will be available on other platforms. It's just an example.
1: But, they, oh, I, I imagine they own somewhat the rights. But here, to okay,
0: so, so by your own logic, though, if it was working really well for Sony and Sony's in the lead, then doesn't Microsoft have a right to play by the same dirty rules?
1: Oh sure, absolutely. Okay.
0: What I'm saying so, though is they're not above that. But well, it's not that they're above it or not above it. It's that now they don't have a choice, right? Look look at it from a movie perspective, just for a second, right? Yeah, yeah you want to go AMC see You want to go analogy. see Avengers: Infinity War. Oh, and
1: I know where you're going.
0: AMC with. has seven extra minutes of footage, and Cinemark doesn't get that, or Alamo Draft House doesn't get that. Which theater are you going to go see the movie
1: in? Clearly you're going to go to New York City. <laughs> But that's, that is just a clever marketing scheme.
0: But it can also be borderline illegal supply
1: demand control. So it's a, it's like sweetening up the deal for anything. It's, it's not, we can argue about it's this dirty. Day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's
0: a dirty business practice that I don't support.
1: I think it's more dirty to be like we're going to we're going to give you 75% of the game and you need to purchase the other 25%. Well, that's, that's a separate, way more that's, dirty. A, that's that's a developer thing. That's separate. <laughs> uh, they play right. the games too.
0: Let's move on to our main topic because we've been talking news for a while. So,
1: <laughs> we've been uh, arguing. <laughs>
0: our our main topic is top 3 guilty pleasure video games. And uh, I even pulled some guys at work to get to to get some examples of what some other people might have uh might have thought, so I'll, I'll bring those up as we go. Now
1: I feel stupid. Mine are basic. What do you mean? Okay, my, no, I, hold on. I'm going to add right. one to the game that you right, Well, I'm going to go out. first.
0: I'm going to go first. So my first guilty pleasure game is Blitz 2000 for the Nintendo 64. Yes. yes
1: that's a that's not a guilty pleasure How is not a guilty pleasure i, l- I love
0: that game. it's a terrible game no it's not that is nothing like the real sport at all that's it's, why it's fun it's a joke it's a parody of, of of this of the sport um you know you can get the giant heads and you can become on fire and clothesline people and pile drive them after <laughs> the play and um yeah. there's, there's all like these little Maddie quirks was. about it like if you flicked up the uh The joystick twice, you could hide your cursor so the other people playing with you couldn't (laughs) see what play you were picking, which was cool. Um, It had a glitch in it that I always really appreciated. So I'm from Philly, so I I almost always played as the Eagles. And um, if you ran as the quarterback, if you ran on a play, it didn't actually say the name of the quarterback who was on the roster. They would say McNabb's name. Cause he was the rookie and hadn't started yet officially. Yeah. But he ended up starting later in the season. And so, um, yeah, they, they re- the, the audio would say McNab because he always would roll out <laughs> and run. Uh, and, and I just thought that it was hilarious because the number was a different guy. Um, completely. He's like white. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's a white dude. Yeah, he totally is. You're
1: like McNab's clearly black. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's totally white dude. Um,
0: so, I mean, Super five was, was a, a big, big guy for me. So that, that was always fun. Um, I love. I loved it that you could put in
1: different cheat codes. I loved it too. You like, got the free extra point. <laughs> you didn't even have to try and kick it. That was clearly <laughs> that was see, to me like that was like it was what I wish Madden was because really yeah because Madden is great but it really gets boring really fast to me at least okay and that kind of stuff the quirky weird stuff really adds it makes it fun like okay that's why like any Mario sport game is way more fun than, like, the real things. <laughs> you know I'm talking...
0: This is an interesting point. Uh I think for me, like, for, like, legit football games, the uh, the uh 2K games...
1: Yeah, 2K has always been really solid. Those were really the great. ESPN ones um, were really good, too. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. The Madden ones were always kind of on the bottom of my list, to be honest. Which is funny,
1: because it's the most commercialized.
0: Well, they they bought all the rights. They have exclusive rights now.
1: So. Well, now they do, but... Yeah. Well no, I, I guess the NBA two K's are still dominating NBA. I'm at NFL. Just NFL. for just for
0: football. Uh just for American football. Uh EA bought exclusive rights to the NFL years ago. Is that ago. not dirty? So Oh, I had a huge problem with that. I was furious. <laughs> Dude, I was so pissed. that's way that's marketing. No, control. I was really pissed about that.
1: That that is like saying well, we're the only. That's a monopoly. There almost. was a that's they, borderline monopolizing. it. They
0: put out a blitz game around that time after that happened, and all the players were generic. Like they had couldn't to have real names and yeah, stuff they like had that. Um, yeah, you know, that was kind of around the time that the NCAA players sued because they were making money off of their likenesses and that kind of stuff. But no, that really I hate it because I played the other games more than the Madden games. Right. I mean, I, I usually had I would alternate year to year, uh, to be honest, because I liked I like playing the football games at least I used to. I'm not buying the one with Tom Brady on the cover, so it's not going to (laughs) happen.
1: All three of them?
0: (laughs) He's been on it a lot. Well, I don't own any of the ones he's ever been on, but I'm certainly not buying this one because I'm I'm done. I'm I'm done with that. So let's move move on. What is your number
1: three? My bottom one? Yeah. So I have a thing for – it's funny because I was talking about sports games. I have a thing for, like, terrible sports games. So, like – NFL, or excuse me, NBA Street. Like, I don't know why, I just really liked NBA Street. Okay. It's the one where you can, like, jump really high and do a slam dunk on somebody as Jordan. Or you can be like, um, you know, like... Well, that's like the new one that just came out on Switch, right? No, that one is like a parody of the old ones. Okay. The old, they, they actually had... Three NBA Street games total, and the one that I'm thinking of particularly was on PlayStation Two, okay, or Xbox. Yep, and uh, I, I I just love it because it's it's a three on three. Ba- basically, you can do four players sometimes, but it's three on three, just a uh, full court, and it's you just you can go nuts and do these crazy dribbles, and you can build up this meter where you can. Um, I don't know, do crazy tricks, like sure. throw it really high in the air, catch it, and when you won the game, the the rim would explode with fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I like that. That, cool. that was, uh, those, those were. That's again, very Blitz Really fun. Know? Like, yeah. they were just, uh, those were the type of NBA game you're like, well, it's not serious, you know, we're, we're, here, we're here to have fun. Right. And you can play as the legend, you can play Michael Jordan, you can play as Larry
0: Bird. Yeah, that's cool. That was a
1: lot of fun, because and they had different stats. So like Larry Bird could pretty much shoot anywhere on the court. No seriously, <laughs> I've shot across the court on the other side of the court other rim and he swishes <laughs> nice. So if he gets his meter up all the way What what platform did you play that on? Oh, PlayStation? PlayStation, PlayStation 2. Th- yeah. I also played it on my 360 when they re-released it. They oh, okay. a, yeah, they actually had a Streets 2, NBA Street 2, and that I believe they had a third. I wonder if that's end. in uh, available for the Xbox One compatibility. You never know. It might be out you there. You might right look now. at it. It's, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, that would be my third okay. on the bottom of my list here. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's a good one. I like that. Um,
0: I uh, some, some of my friends at work were talking about uh, Pokemon Go oh, as God. a guilty pleasure game. And he really described it as a guilty pleasure game because he doesn't want people t- to know that he's walking around <laughs> playing it. So he'll kind of try and hide feels. that he's doing it. But he loves it, like and so the other guys were talking how like they would go to this one restaurant downtown that they didn't like, but it was next to a bunch of stops and a gym, and so they would go so they could play over lunch. Um, Pokemon Go is definitely a guilty pleasure game. If that's I could definitely see on it. Oh, I can definitely see that. So that that was a good one. Um, so my number two, then, if we're moving on to number two, is Super Mario Brothers Two.
1: <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that for some reason. Which that's uh, the one nobody likes. It's right? a
0: weird freaking game, <laughs> dude. So um Super Mario Brothers Two is the one with like the turnips and the shy guys and the hey,
1: those guys are in everything now. They came so... out, yeah.
0: They, they were inter- they were integrated later. It's what I'm saying. Um, but I have a fascination with Super Mario Brothers Two. Uh, I always thought it was a really weird game when I would play it on Mario All Stars because I yeah. didn't have it on NES originally. I got it on the Super Nintendo All Stars. And I thought it was just so strange. And uh, it turns out, for those who don't know, that Super Mario Bros. 2, outside of Japan, it's actually a reskin of a game called Doki Doki Panic. Which is why Super Mario Bros. 2, up through like Mario 64, you know, that was kind of the end point. It doesn't fit any of the Mario universe. You don't, you don't see the Goombas, you don't see the Koopas, the power-ups aren't there. You have like heart life and there's no clock and the game is just totally, totally different. Completely different enemies, all that kind of stuff. And you could select your character, which you again couldn't do for quite some time, um, in a Mario game. Uh, A couple of decades really. And you could play as four characters. You could be Mario, Luigi, Toad, or Princess Peach, and you all had different abilities. Sounds like a lot of fun. That um, sounds way better. It's just a weird game, though. So like, you know, Mario was like kind of your all-around kind of guy, right? And Luigi could jump really high, and Princess Peach could float a little bit because of her dress. And, um, I, I just was always really fascinated with that story that it wasn't really Mario Brothers 2. Super Mario Brothers 2 is what we know as the Lost Levels which was also released in the Super Mario Brothers All-Stars on the Super Nintendo. And the Lost Levels was going to be released as Super Mario Bros. 2, but Nintendo was worried that specifically the North America audience would think it was too similar to the first game and wouldn't buy it. So they only released that in Japan, and they came up with this reskin.
1: That's terrible. New
0: music, new graphics, they sped up certain animations and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the game was more brought into the fold during uh, the later years on the, the Game Boy Advance. There was a, a, a remake, essentially, of Super Mario Brothers 2 for the Game Boy Advance that changed a ton of stuff. Really made it really solid. I still prefer the original version of it, but I definitely understand the appeal of the remake. So that's I just I love playing it. You got the birdies, and you got you know they shoot those bubbles that you have to jump on top of and grab and throw and. Um, the whole time Mario is dreaming, it turns out at the end of the game. Oh no. If you beat the game they and the whole thing's a dream. Those. Well, cause it doesn't make any sense. Cause it's this weird universe. It doesn't oh. match anything else. Um, you know, there's no firepower and there's, um, there's a, light, you have a heart life bar and the clock that is non-existent. There's weird stuff about it. Um, but the end of the game when you're fighting the big bad guy, you have to take basically fruit, vegetables, excuse me, vegetables and throw them in his mouth. While he's shooting what they call dream bubbles at you that hurt you. And if you win, then Mario wakes up in his bed really confused.
1: So if you were high, that would be an amazing game. I mean, I don't I've, <laughs> I,
0: I, I would be, I've legitimately never played that game high or drunk. Um, I will say that I, I did beat Super Mario World completely wasted um, in one, one sitting. So I did three levels with my eyes closed. That's,
1: okay. That's very so, impressive.
0: That was that was my big game. But uh, but yeah. So Super Mario Brothers two is my number two mm-hmm. on uh, my list of guilty pleasure video games.
1: Nice, nice. If you haven't
0: played it, I know it's weird, but give, it, give it a try. I want to try it because it sounds yeah. so. Give Good. it a shot. There's there's uh, you know three different versions out there. There's the NES version, the Super Nintendo Mario All Stars version, and then the remake for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, it's available on the uh, the virtual console on the Wii and the Wii U. It's also available on the DS virtual console. So it's out there. It's available. Go play it.
1: Okay. What's your number two? I so, uh, I'm a huge sucker for those Lego games. Really? Yeah, I, I really like the Lego games. <laughs> and, and you know what though, like legitimately there are a lot of Lego games like the Legos Avengers, the Indiana Jones, the Star Wars, the Batman. Those are all very good Lego games, but one particular that's really bad was, uh, <laughs> was the, um, Hobbit one it was really oh, bad. Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the Hobbit. But I loved it. I loved it because there was, it was just, uh, the, the reason why the game was not very successful mm-hmm. was <clears throat> the the Lego, I guess the characters were very limited to a certain amount of uh, speech. Like, you know I mean? They only had a few lines right, right. that they got the actors to do. When did the game come out? Do you um, remember? Like, what console was it for? Let me see here. It was actually... I'm trying
0: to remember. I never played that one. I played... Uh... The Mario game, I played a couple of the old Star Wars ones when those first came out back in the day, um, but I never really got into them. I I love actual Lego, but I never got into the video games.
1: Yeah, the video so. games were actually, they're a lot of fun, man. Like, I just, I really loved it. So, <clears throat> this was, this was uh, The Hobbit, so this would have been PlayStation 3. Okay. Yeah, and Xbox 360, so... Um, there's just the voice actors were very limited on the lines in the game so they only they didn't have much personnel and they only said the same like four or five lines throughout Aww. the entire game okay and um basically they just kind of like took the lines from the movie mm-hmm. and just worked them in random places in the game like like uh you've played some lego games right yeah, yeah, yeah. so you you remember like there's like Basically, the movie is playing, mm-hmm. and the Legos reenacting what's happening in the movie. But okay. it's like sound from the movie and yeah, it's right. the voice from the movie. Yeah. So they did that very terribly in this movie, <laughs> in this game. So why did you like it? Why so much? did I like it? I liked it because there were fun little dumb missions where you can explore. Um, what's his name? What's the dragon's name? That Benedict Smog. Smogs. Smog. Yeah. You can you can explore smogs castle uh or his dungeon or well, whatever it's, it's like... the dwarves yeah uh... and you could you could walk around and i always like doing this so there's that scene where he's stuck where the spiders are coming and he's kind of in the... they're all in the webs yeah they're all stuck so you can like jump on the spider webs and the little cocoons and knock people and things. Okay, you out. would like that i don't like spiders i don't i mean i don't know it's, <laughs> it's very much the aesthetic of all of the other lego games I, just, I guess I'm just a sucker for that game particularly because I'm a big Lord of the Rings. I like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And they had other Lord of the Rings ones, but that one's the only one that I actually picked up. Okay. And uh, I, I've played the other, like the, you know, the superheroes and the Avengers. Very good. But this one, it did not do well. <laughs> it just did not rate very well. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I can see why. It's not like... Uh, it's not like it, it des- didn't deserve those ratings, but it was just bad. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, uh, one of the other ones that came up from uh, from some of my coworkers was Power Star Golf. Did you ever play Power Star Golf? I've never even heard of that. Um, it's one of those stand up arcade golf games that you see sometimes at bars. Like the really oh, good ones. Oh no! <laughs> we spin the ball. Yeah, the like, yeah, exactly. There's all those leaderboards. Isn't it the Golden Tee a lot of? That's them a are different one, Oh my god! Yeah, that's um, bad. Which I thought was pretty funny. Um, but uh, all right, so my number one. Now, if you've noticed, my my first game was an N64 title. My second one was an original Nintendo title. This one splits the difference and is a Super Nintendo title, even though it was yes available for Sega Genesis, but I never played that version. And that is the official Aladdin video game.
1: That's a good game, though.
0: I think it's a great game. I
1: liked it a lot.
0: Maybe it's because I've played that game into the ground. (laughs) I mean, I I will sit and play that game all the time. I play it a couple of times a year. I will go through and beat that game. Whereas, you know... What about that
1: is... What do you like about the Aladdin game so much? Because it's very much like most of those Disney games, like the Lion King one. Yeah, at that time, it's they're pretty much the same.
0: There was a lot of similarities. Don't get me wrong, but the mechanics and the animations were so smooth for a platformer back then that I just found the whole experience to be just simply enjoyable. And I, this is the best comparison I can give it, and I'm, I'm, I don't mean to overhype it, but it's going to sound like that, but I don't mean to do it that way. The feelings that I get playing the Aladdin game... (laughs) Oh my god. No, seriously, the enjoyment I get out of that actually matches the enjoyment that I get out of Breath of the Wild. No way. The feeling, the feeling. Obviously, Breath of the Wild is incredible and leaps and bounds more sophisticated, right? But the joy that I get of physically sitting there and playing the game is the same kind of joy that I got out of Aladdin. It's It's just a smooth, positive... You know, just happy, jovial experience is really what it is for me. And, um, you know, every uh, every couple of, of levels, you'd uh, you know, beat that, that stage, and you'd have the code so you could get back there because the game didn't save, of course, and there were the rubies that you could try and collect. That, see, and,
1: that's very clever how they handled that.
0: Yeah, I like the codes, and I, I like that in Aladdin it wasn't just a jumble of letters and numbers, it was the faces of the characters. You know, like Genie Jafar, Aladdin, Abu is one mm-hmm. of them, for example. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just, I love that I could sit through and I could play it. And uh, it didn't take a, a super long time to be it. I mean, it is an old platformer Disney game, so we're not talking about anything super deep. Games weren't very big. No, but I mean, they did expand on the movie. I mean, you spend several levels inside of the lamp. You're actually in Genie's it, yeah. lamp and you're trying to escape the caverns and they, you know... Um, or you're, you know, being chased by lava, for example. That first one, that, that, that lava level where you're on the carpet and you're trying to outrun the lava flow. I died on that level more than any level on any game I've ever played, <laughs> ever. And it took me forever to finally get back. I was a kid at the time when that came out, you know. Uh, I was like six or seven when that game came out. And so it just was a very frustrating time for me. I finally got through it, and I love it. I just I love everything about it. It's a good game,
1: game, yeah. I I personally think like see most of the games, with the exception to the Mario Brothers one. I I haven't played Mario Brothers two. I, I played the third one, obviously with Tanuki Mario, but uh, no. Everything you mentioned is like things that I think most people who've played will say I like that game Yeah, but it's a guilty pleasure game though because yeah, when someone yeah. says, hey,
0: name your top 10 favorite video games and when you get to <laughs> Aladdin, you know you know you're gonna smile and you're gonna be a little bit embarrassed that you're putting that on your list or something like that right because it's Aladdin and I know that but it's good. It is, but it's not like Metroid. Right, it's not Sonic so the Hedgehog. So that's your number one. Not, that's my number one. I love Aladdin. Aladdin, <laughs> he he is he loves. It's unmatched. It is. It is unmatched. It, I mean, it it was my favorite. It's my favorite original Disney movie. That's not like a Pixar film. It's my favorite Disney movie. And um, you know, the first CD I ever had was the Aladdin soundtrack. Yeah. When I upgraded from cassettes, so you know. It, I love that.
1: Aladdin it is. Aladdin it is. Well, I liked I liked Lion King. Um I had Sega at the time, I only played it on Sega and the Lion King, dude, that was the game. That was the that was a very hard game too. Lion King was harder. Do than you Aladdin. remember that scene? Oh, way harder. Do you remember that part in the game where you are, uh, you have to figure out which, um, you're, there's a tree with monkeys. You've got to figure out which monkey that you got. Like basically, uh, you direct yeah. which one they throw you to. Right, right, right. And depending on which monkey you go to, pink or blue you'd be either going to the other side or you'd be going down. See, I kind of like that. It was very
0: Donkey Kong Country. So hard, though. Because Donkey Kong Country is not a guilty pleasure game, but absolutely one of my favorite good, games ever. Yeah. And it had a lot of those with the automatic barrels. And you had to hope that you jumped at the time that was right and things like right. that. So.
1: Or pick the right one because you got to like map out your, your plot. Like, oh, I'm going to jump to this pink one, to this blue one, to yeah. this pink one. Um, but okay, so my number one. Your number one. This, this one, uh, the other one's like, I was, like the NBA street games I really really liked like, I actually should have put that second because okay. the Hobbit one is great I like it but I actually think NBA was this is the one though for me like I'm really excited because uh, you ever heard of a game this was Xbox and then they re-released they made a sequel to it and made a classic hits for it on Xbox 360 okay Fusion Frenzy <laughs> oh my god I forgot about that <laughs> game Fusion Frenzy terrible game But it was the best party game you could play. I loved Fusion Frenzy. It was the best. Okay, so that's a game I have not thought about in quite some time. Dude, we spent countless hours, day and night, playing Fusion Frenzy. The same, it's the same, you know, you only get like, I don't know, 20, 15 different types of game modes. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. But we played, me, and when I say we, I'm talking about my brother and my sister and my cousin. We played this game so much that the disc wore out. Oh, wow. On our Xbox. The disc, it, I don't know what happened. I feel like you it scratched, scratched it itself. You, know, you probably used it too. No, it. no. It stayed in there. It all never right, left right. the Xbox. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Maybe, way, maybe the laser it, was going bad. So if
1: you guys play, uh, if you guys have ever heard of or played Fusion Frenzy, basically it's a game where... You play a bunch of mini games, and you all compete against each other directly. And by the end of the series, like you play like a series of ten or, or or four or something like that. And by the end of the series, it counts up all your points and all your wins, and you get to like knock everyone else off the platform and claim the throne kind of thing. But it was so much fun because you're playing like really random crazy games. We're talking like there's one game where. You're running up a corkscrew, and there's little uh, mm-hmm. little boundaries. Yeah, going to jump over. over yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it gets faster and faster as you get higher in the corkscrew. Man, those games were hands down. Like, if I think of the most fun I've ever had in a game that was party, like even more even more so than Mario Party, because Mario Party is kind of the same concept. Um, I thought Fusion Frenzy did it better, way better. Yeah. And that's what I was gonna say. More, more in my head that was the best party game yeah. I could ever play was four people, you had a good you had a good you're gonna have a fun time. Like
0: That's great. That's a great choice. Did you
1: ever play Fusion Frenzy two when no, they no. it on I Xbox. only played the original. The original's good two, they what they had like classic one they had like classic maps and classic games. And they added some stuff which was didn't work out very That's well. That's a shame. Yeah, so you you could just play on uh, Xbox 360, you could just play the classic the old hits. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that That's was so cool. That okay. was the game, man. Great game. Yeah, you
0: know, a couple other small like honorable mentions come to mind. Uh, also for the original Xbox was
1: Radio Jet Set Future. I no, I I know the name, but I've yeah. never actually played the game. So you play a you're on rollerblades
0: and you play yep. a spray paint tagger. And so you your goal basically is to go around and tag with your spray paint certain objects or or items on the mm-hmm. map, you know, for points and things like that. And so um kind of a weird game, not not mainstream by any stretch, but was really cool at the time cuz you know, the Xbox was was a big deal and it was all 3D, you know, all that kind of yeah. stuff. So yeah that was that was a good one um maybe the original tony hawk pro
1: skater <laughs> oh god yeah all the, of those type of games the music was so bad well all of those type of games like dave mira's bmx like like <laughs> i got matt hoffman had one too like those Everybody, were games yeah. that i played that were really bad but the thing about the dave mira one is they actually he had a good soundtrack he had sublime he had he had nirvana he had a lot of, like uh, mainstream bands in that time mm-hmm. playing uh for that in that game in the background. You know, I've always been a sucker for those uh Duke uh, Duke Nukem's. Duke Nukem. I don't, don't think Duke newcom can be a guilty pleasure <sighs> though. There's such a big fan base. But it's, it's I don't know, like I feel like it's pretty cheesy. It's pretty That's true. corny. Yeah. And the g- mechanics are not very good. No. But people love it. Yeah. It's one of those games you're just like I don't know why but I really like it. I think it's too popular to be a guilty pleasure. Yeah, Pokémon Go is but... more popular than that.
0: Yeah, but but like a lot but I think a lot of people are embarrassed that they play. Uh, it's it. true. No, no, that's, that's, that's totally the big difference. true. I've never known
1: anybody or myself included that was embarrassed to play Duke Nukem. See, you know what, so, but like back to the Fusion Frenzy thing, you are one of the few people that when I say it, oh, dude, Fusion Frenzy, like, they get excited. Yeah, I love Fusion Nobody Frenzy. Nobody knows great. that game. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> no one ever played it. So. Well, that that's our list, guys. We yeah. want
0: to know what your guilty pleasure games are. Uh, if it's video games, if it's even tabletop games works oh, too. Oh, see, I didn't
1: even think about um, branching that far. You know,
0: I, we didn't go into that list. Maybe, maybe this is a video game podcast, but... I'm a big tabletop gamer. So if there's something out there that you really like as a tabletop game, you can mention that. Um, don't forget, we still have our contest going, guys. We, we want to give you a game. We're trying to give away a legit giving it away, game. For um, you know, for a AAA title for the platform of your choosing. And we want to talk to you first. So here's what you got to do. Go to heroespodcast.com, click on the iTunes link, give us a review on iTunes give us your honest review we'll give you a shout out on the on the show when we when we reach 10 reviews we're going to pick one of you guys at random and you're going to win a free video game what the game is will be a discussion with the winner cuz we want to make sure it's something you want to play we don't want to give you a game you already have it'll or will be have good it'll be a good whatever. game too so it's going to be a good game we promise um but you got to get those reviews in cuz that's how people find us you can find us at heroespodcast.com at heroespodcast On all the social medias, we've got two other shows. Screen Heroes every Wednesday, it's Movies and TV. And Costume Couture every Monday, which is mainly cosplay and costuming in TV, movies, and video games. So check out all that stuff. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Next week, we actually have an interview lined up. We do. So we're excited about that. Who it's with? You'll have to tune in to find out.
1: I like that. All right, guys. (laughs) We'll catch you next time. See ya.